0: This is a to
1: the words of my mouth may not make sense but I know that you are here that such is the depth of the heart of man keep me here Lord keep me here keep me here hey I'm blessed over the Keep me here. Keep me here. Keep me here. Keep me here, Lord. Keep me here, Lord. Keep me here. Oremosi kapele matwa. Oh, Jesus. Jesus.
2: Who is like your love in all the earth? You are much less love and beauty, endless worth. like you, Lord,
0: in all the
2: earth. You are much less love and beauty, endless
0: world. Nothing
2: in this world can satisfy. This world can satisfy.
3: Thank you, Lord Jesus. A glorious evening to each and everyone. God bless you so much for being here. This is Mountain Experience from Rema City, Throne of God's Grace Ministries. And I am Pastor Prince with you once again. God bless you so much. God bless you. Don't forget to share the link. Don't forget to invite someone to also connect and to join and be a blessing as we all know that the mountain experience is a moment where we go deep into the word of god when you go into the bible you realize that jesus anytime that he wanted to teach He you ascend the mountains and that is what we are going to do we are also going to ascend the mountains to assess the deep things of god and if you are here and you really want to know God in His Word, if you really want to ascend to a higher position in the Word of God, then you have come to the right place. And God bless you so much. That is what we need to understand when it comes to the mountain experience. We we move away from the world, and we come to the very place that God wants us to be. God bless you so much. God bless you so much tonight. God has something wonderful, something great for you. And at the end of the day, you will be blessed with the word of God. Even as we ascend together. God bless you so much. And I'm so delighted you are here. Yes, Jesus is the cup that won't run dry. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bless the name of the Lord. Can we pray, Father, in the name of Jesus? We thank you. We bless your name. We give you all praise, adoration. We thank you for how far you have brought us this day. Even as we are gathered together this evening, we pray that let our eyes be open, let our hearts be open that we will know and experience your word in the name of Jesus. We pray that you will light us up even as we come to know the truth and we will be purified even as your word is pure. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you so much. God bless you. Don't forget to also share the link that others will also benefit. From the truth that you are going to receive. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Nothing in this
2: world can satisfy. Jesus, you're the comfort Nothing in this world can satisfy. Tonight,
3: we are going to embark on a journey. And it's a glorious journey. This morning on Morning Glory, I was saying that I was going to talk about something. And we are going to go straight into it. It's a journey that we are embarking on. And I want you to put on your seat belts because I know that it will get to a point that the speed and the height and the mountain definitely we are going to be shaking at a point in time. So I want you to put on your spiritual seatbelt so that you will not be thrown overboard, but you still remain in your seat to receive whatever thing that the Lord has prepared for you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This afternoon, I was just meditating on the word of God. And I just got to know something that when you, when, when, when you have the right mind, you will be able to change the state of your body. I, I was just looking at something, something that I learned years back in school. And what I learned was so simple. We have something we call placebo effects. Placebo effects. And what is a placebo effect? It is a way where we condition the mind or the brain to think in a way just to cause a change. For instance, when someone is not feeling well, there are some people... They will tell you that, for as for me, when, when I'm sick, I will need an injection. Once you give me an injection, I will be okay. So, sometimes their sickness or their disease doesn't demand for an injection. But just some pills or tablets will do. But they will be taking the tablets and the pills and they will tell you that they are not getting well. Unless you give them the injection. So, they develop something called a placebo. Where they will inject this person with water. And the person will start responding to treatment right after that injection. So it wasn't the body that was failing to respond to the healing or the recovery. It was something that was rooted deep in the mind of that person. That asked for me. I would need an injection. So we call that one a placebo. It's a way we brainwash the brain to think that whatever medication has been put into that injection for that person. So you brainwash the brain or the mind of that person so that the person will think according to a way. The same way the Bible says that we should renew our mind. You see, I I love what some people say. Oh, Christianity and some of these pastors, they are brainwashing people. Yes, it's true. We are brainwashing people. And it is very important. We, we, We accept that. Let me tell you, until you are brainwashed, you can never become whatever thing that someone wants you to become. So if God wants us to become what he has purposed for us, then we need to be brainwashed with His word, with His truth. Mindsets are key when it comes to our journey with the Lord. If you fail to have the right mindset, you might not be able, you might not be able, you might not be able to experience everything that God has purposed for you to experience because you are working with certain ideologies and concepts and traditions that are preventing you from experiencing God that is the reason why second corinthians chapter 10 speaks of something where he says that the weapons of our warfare they are not carnal but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds casting down imaginations and thoughts Strongholds, imaginations, and thoughts that exalt itself about the knowledge of Christ. You see, so you can have certain kinds of thoughts, certain imaginations that will prevent you from experiencing the very thing that God has purposed you to experience. Let me say this. Every part of your body is connected to your brain. there is an element of the brain that is also connected to the part of your body you see sometimes the reason why you can feel pain is not because that part of the body is affected it is what the brain is telling you so when the brain is not working and we hit your hand with hammer or with any object though the hand is bruised Although the hand is wounded, but once the brain is not working, it will be very difficult for you to feel the pain. So, if you can have a system that will tell the brain that although an object has been used on the hand, yet what you are feeling is not pain or it is not painful, it is something that is pleasurable automatically, that is what will be accepted. You see, this is the reason why some people have been conditioned in the way and they have come to accept it. These alphabet people, I know you know them, these alphabet people, they have come to believe something. Some of them have come to accept something that whatever thing that is happening to them is genetic. It is not their making. They were born with it. So, they have come to accept it. So, though whatever thing that is happening, whatever thing that is going on with their lives, it isn't the best. It isn't the way God has purposed them to live. Yet, because of what has been said, their mind has captured it and they are working with it because they were born like that. But that is not supposed to be so, if you are able to have the right mindset or concept concerning issues, you will be able to fix everything that is not working. I, I, I wrote something on my status in the afternoon that a broken mind cannot fix a broken situation. A broken mind cannot fix a broken situation. Have you realized that there are times that maybe you, you, you'll be using something or a device or something and part of it will crack. And by that knowledge of the crack, you realize that that very thing has become vulnerable. That very thing has become weak. It doesn't matter what will happen to it. Even when it is fixed, in your mind, you still see it not to be functioning as it ought to function because there was a crack or there was a break in that device the same way someone will do something wrong the person repents is forgiving comes back but people will have deep in their mind that this is the very guy this is the lady who has been doing this who has been doing that although the person has repented, he has changed, but because it is in the mind of people that this is who who he is or this is who she is, although the problem has been faced, but the mind has not accepted it. What does it mean? If you can change the situation in your mind, you'll be able to fix it in the physical plane. The same way, You see, as believers, some of us as Christians, we we passed through certain places before we came to know the knowledge of the truth. For the past weeks, if you have joined us, I've been talking about self-deliverance. You see, it looks like we have passed through certain places. We went through certain things. We have experienced certain things. We have done a whole lot of things before coming to accept the true knowledge of God or even before we even became serious with the things of God with our new life with with the message of grace with faith and all that but you see though we we, we have become new creatures or new creation in Christ our minds sometimes takes us back to the very things that happened years back days back months back and it makes us feel unworthy to, to, to become whatever thing that God or it makes us unworthy to accept what we are now, our current state before God. The mind. The mind. So if you can program the mind according to what God wants it to be programmed, how God wants it to be, you are going to experience the very life God has purposed for you.
2: Nothing in this world. Can
3: and this is the reason why this month we are taking time to understand all the intricacies of the Word of God, the dimensions, how to know God, how to, how to eat His word, how to accept His word, how to establish the word in our lives. It is very important. Because the word of God is what was used to make all things. He said that without the word, nothing was made. This morning I was saying something about framing the word of God. Put your life in the word of God and frame it and capture it. See how God dealt with situations and put yourself there and capture it. Frame it so that any time that you see that word, you see that scripture, you see it, you know that this is talking about you. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, the verse 1. Now, therefore, there is no condemnation to anyone who is in Christ. There is no condemnation. Have you come to accept that? Has your mind accepted that? Have you come to accept that he that raised Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies, will give life to your body? Have you come to accept it? That he didn't only save your spirit, but he has interest also in your body. Have you come to accept that? That by his stripes you were healed. It was because of you. You see, the problem is this. Many Christians, you see, we generalize the word of God. Let me tell you, and you have to make it your word. God has to become your God. Jesus has to become your Jesus, your Lord. The fact that we are all professing Christianity, the fact that we are all professing the same thing doesn't mean that we are all at the same level. No, there are some people, who they know God to be their father, but he is not their father. They know Jesus to be the Savior, but they have not come to accept that he is my Savior. Jesus is my Savior. You see, it is when you you accept that he is your Savior that you, you begin to enjoy everything that is in him. But you can just say that, oh, Jesus is the Savior of the world. He came to save us. Yes, he came to save us. But you see sometimes we say he came to save us and we take ourselves even out of the ass. We take some people even out of the ass. As for this lady I'm not sure Jesus saved her. As for this guy, no 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 no, he's not part of the salvation that we have received. But until you you come to accept you, you see, let me, let me, let's read something in Exodus. I want to show you something in Exodus. Exodus chapter 12. Exodus chapter 12, verse 3 and the verse to verse 5. Exodus chapter 12, verse 3 to verse 5. The Bible says something. It says that that, ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month, They shall take to them every man a lamp. Let's see something here. They shall take to them every man a lamp according to the house of their fathers, a lamp for one house. And if the household be too little for the lamp, let him and his neighbor next unto his house, take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamp. The verse five, my emphasis. He said that your lamb. Do you see it? He said that your lamb. Now he's not saying that the lamb. He said that your lamb. The lamb needs to be personalized. The lamb needs to become your lamb. The animal that is to be killed should become your animal. So Jesus has to become your Jesus. Don't forget, he was talking about the Passover, how they were going to celebrate the Passover because the, the angel of death was going to pass through the nation of Egypt to kill the firstborns, and God was giving them the strategy how they will overcome the worst of the angel of the dead in the night, that night. And he said that your lamb is Jesus, your Jesus. Is God your God? Is the father your father? Have you come to accept him as your father? When it is not something that you have personalized, I'm telling you the truth. It will be very difficult for you to see its manifestation and even accept the works. Thank you, Lord Jesus. When you read the scriptures, When Jesus resurrected, he said to the woman, Mary, he said, I go to my God and your God, my father and your father. Before his death, he was only talking about my father in heaven, my father in heaven. But when he came to the place of resurrection, after everything, what he said was that, God is your God and my Father is your Father. This will make you understand what the Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 4. He said that my God shall supply all your needs. Is God not their God or was Paul's God not their God? Whatever thing that they did for Paul, was it not because of that God? But Paul the Apostle didn't say that our God or the God of our Lord Jesus will supply all your needs. No, he said that my God because that time the Apostle Paul had come to an experience with him where God was not just a general God to every believer but he has become his God. God had become his God. So, Is God your God? Is Jesus your Jesus? Is the Holy Spirit your Holy Spirit? Is he your helper? By his stripes you were healed. We were healed. That stripes, was it meant for you? Did Jesus receive the stripes purposely for you? Or he, it, it is something general that he has done. When it is like that, it will be very difficult for you to come to that experience. When you accept some of these realities and some of these truths, that is where now the word of God will become life unto you. There are many people the word of God isn't life unto them because it is not God's word to them. It is a general word but not to them personally. It's not their personalized word. And it will be very difficult for you to take certain steps in the word of God and with the word of God. So I've spoken about two things. The mind. If you can change and tweak your mind to, 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 to be or to behold or to walk in alignment with the way God has purposed things to be, things will change. Otherwise, we will change things physically and mentally. In the mind, you will still be in that bondage. You will still be in that bondage because their mind has not changed. And you see, that is is the state of many children of God. That is the state of many children of God. Even as they have been forgiven, they still go on reminding themselves of things that even God Himself chose to forget, He says that I will forgive you and not remember them no more. But people keep on reminding themselves things that God chose to forget, get to know the things that God has forgotten and relate with Him that way, otherwise. It will affect you. The Bible says something as a man thinketh, so is he. Your thoughts reveal your reality. So, the things that you think on, that is what happens to you, that is who you are. Physically, you can pretend that everything is okay and deceive people, but you see, deep within. Your thoughts are different, and it is your very let me say this your thoughts, what represents you before God, is your thoughts, your motives. Let me let me get you a scripture, let's read something. Let me get you a scripture for you to understand what I'm saying tonight. It's in Proverbs, I think Proverbs chapter. 16. Yes, Proverbs chapter 16, the verse 2. Proverbs chapter 16, the verse 2. He says that all the ways of man are clean in his own sight. But the Lord weighs the spirits. Can we get it in another translation like NIVESV? Can we get it so that you understand what is going on here? Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says that whatever you do may be right in your own mind, but the Lord knows why a man wants to do things. Other translations say that the Lord knows your thoughts. The Lord knows your thoughts. He knows your motives. He knows whatever thing that is going on. So it is very important we, we understand some of these things. We are all in love with our own opinions, convinced they are correct, but the Lord is in the midst of us testing and probing our every motive. People may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. So, you think physically, it looks like everything is okay. But God is not looking at that. And that was what happened to the prophet Samuel. When he went to anoint a king, when the Lord sent him, and he saw the first son of Jesse, Eliab, and said, wow, this is the anointed of the Lord. This is the anointed of the Lord. And God said, I have already rejected him. For man looks at outward appearance. But I, God, I look at at The motives I look at the heart. So, when your thoughts, when you have a wrong mindset, it affects you in the presence of God. It is very difficult, or it will be very difficult for you to receive things from God. Was it humans are satisfied with whatever looks good? God probes for what is good, so there's a probing going on, as someone will say. We are sight creatures, we are moved by what we see. So once it is good, and it, it, it will shock you many of us, we live our lives per what we see on social media everything that we see on a screen posted is good and people fight people 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 do a whole lot of things because it is on the screen so if you if 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 someone wants to send something a, a, a across all that he needs is internet and it will trend will just turn whether the thing is good or it is not good once it is on the screen people will like it anyway anyhow they would like it and i keep on last time i was telling someone the reason why it looks like we don't have many things and day in day it looks like we want to get this we want to get that is because every day we are on the screen we are looking at something we are seeing something that appears to be good, that appears to be nice, and we look around ourselves and we don't have them, then we begin to crave for them. So it looks like God is not even with us. It looks like God has not blessed us. It looks like God is not working with us because day in, day out, we come or we chance on things that we don't have. And now we begin to now crave for them. Your thoughts can be programmed, and the best way to program your thoughts is to align it with the word of God. And again, I said, personalized God. Let God be your God. You see, the people of old have come to understand they were able to do much with God and for God. And God was also able to accomplish much with them because they were able to personalize God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want us to read something in 1 Kings chapter 17. Let's see something there. 1st Kings chapter 17, verse 1. He said that, And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word, he said that as the Lord God of Israel lives or liveth before whom I stand. So the Lord God of Israel was the Lord for all the inhabitants of Israel. But Elijah said, Before whom I stand. So Elijah personalized his place before God that he is standing before the Lord. Can you do that? Can you personalize Psalm 23? That it is not a Psalm of David. But this is your word. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down. You see, I love, I, 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 I love the Psalms. And day in, day out, I, I keep falling in love with it. The Psalmist, they you see you can speak to yourself, and the Psalms is teaching us, or they teach us how to talk to ourselves, how to how to think when you are there alone, how to think, how to speak to yourself. You see, Psalm twenty-three, David was speaking to himself: "The Lord is my shepherd." Can you also sit down and say the Lord is my shepherd? And this one is not the Psalms of David. But it is the Psalms of Shadrach. In the Psalms of Prince. It is the Psalms of Eva. The Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Can you personalize this word? What is man that you are mindful of him? What is prince that you are mindful of him? That you take thought of him? That you have knowledge of him? What is prince That you visit him? Don't forget, as it is said in Job chapter 10, the verse 12. The Bible says that the visitation of the Lord preserves my spirit. So, if God visits the Son of Man, then it, He comes with preservation. The Bible says that it is the Spirit who quickens. The flesh profited nothing. So, if God is to visit and He is going to preserve my spirit, then it means that He by the Spirit will also quicken my mortal body. Am I conscious of this? That the Lord visits. Can we read Job 7? Let's read Job chapter 7, the 17 and the verse 18. Let's look at something there. I want to show you. I, I just want you to come to this place. When you understand everything that I am teaching this month on morning glory, you will come to know what meditation is. You would come to know what meditation is. He said, what is man that thou mightest magnify him and that thou shouldest set your heart upon him? Oh, so God has in his mind to magnify man. Let me tell you, this is the reason why you need to advance in life. If you have stayed in one place for a long time and the situation is the same, then it means that you are not advancing. It means that you are not excelling. You see, when we speak of excellence, it means you keep on increasing and becoming greater and greater and greater. Everything that you are doing is growing. It is moving from one state of glory to the other. So when you stay at a place for a longer time and we don't see any magnification, we don't see any expansion, we don't see any change. It is a sign. That you are limited in life. What is man that thou might shouldest magnify him? God wants to magnify man, and that thou shouldest set your heart upon him. The verse 18 and that thou shouldest visit him every morning and try him every moment. Are you aware of this? Are you conscious of this? That God visits man every morning. How does God visit man? What is the purpose of his visitation? How would you know that God has visited you? Now in the 19th, Job realized that, come on, there is something wrong. Because I know what God has purpose for man. So if I am in this state, then there is something wrong. There is something wrong. Nothing in this world
2: can
3: Are you aware? Are you conscious of this? Psalm 8. What is man that thou art mindful of him? What, who is the son of man that you visit him? If God visits man every morning, where can you meet him? Don't forget God is spirit. God lives in the spirit and he is spirit. But he gave us a common location that you can make that common location your location of meeting God.
2: Jesus, God, would...
3: God lives. The Bible says that the Lord inhabits in the praise of his people. When you wake up in the morning, do you ascend to the place of visitation with praise. He said that, enter into his gate with thanksgiving and stand in his court with praise. So the moment you start praising God, you have come to the courts of God where you meet up with him. And that visitation is going to bring preservation. He comes with so many things. He said that his, his steadfast love, his kindness, they are new every morning. So as you step out with praise, with thanksgiving, you encounter the Lord. You see, it's not that it's not an. People want to feel. There are times when you are praying. Oh, I'm not feeling God in this prayer. Prayer is not a feeling. It's like you are breathing in oxygen, and it's not like this oxygen is not smelling nice. Whether it is smelling nice or not, you have to breathe. Sometimes you are breathing, you come to, you come to a place where the, 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 the air is, has become pungent. The smell isn't good. You close your nose and you breathe through your mouth. Why? Because you know you need that air to enter into your lungs. So, it is not all the time that that prayer... You see, one of the ways for you to know that you are praying even in the flesh is when it looks like, yes, today I am feeling the prayer.
2: Nothing in this world can...
3: Yes, I love that. It's the air we need.
2: Jesus,
3: Some of you, you were fortunate. So, when... <laughs> You were born, you stayed in your father's house, so you had your own uh, toilet facility and all that. Some of you, you have not entered into the public uh, toilet facilities before, so you don't know how that place is. But if you had an experience before, you understand what I'm talking about. You have to be there. The place isn't conducive, but you have to stay there. You can't also say that you are not going to breathe in. Eh, You have to breathe. How are you going to survive in that atmosphere? But you see, you have to. Irrespective of you have to. So you see, that is how prayer is like. You don't have to wait for you to feel something before you say that. Oh, come on. The spirit is moving. You don't have to get your favorite songs before you say that I am praising God. It will shock you. Most of the songs that we sing, that we think that they are, they are nice and they are glorious, they are not even songs of praise. They are songs that moves our emotions, but they, they are not able to take us to God. To even present us in the place of worship.
2: Thank
0: you,
3: Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So personalizing making the word of God your word is very important. It is not for everyone. It is for you. It is for you. Until God becomes my God. Or your God. He said, I ascend unto my God and your God. My Father and your Father. So God visits every morning. He inhabits in the praise of His people. What is praise? Praise is when you speak of His wondrous works. The thing that He has done. That is praise. If you don't have anything to talk about, you can look at His creation. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon, the stars. What is man that thou art mindful of him? The heaven speaks of your glory. Then you praise him. The Lord is in it. Again, God lives in his word because he is the word. So one of the ways to also encounter the Lord to meet him at that place of visitation is in his word. In so I'm reading Genesis chapter 1 and I see God say and God said and it was and God said and it was and God said it and it was then I come to 26 and God said let us make man in our image and let them have dominion If God said and it was, now he is saying that let us make man in our image after our likeness and then let them have dominion. So the principle is that God speaks and it becomes man. Am I a man? Yes. I put myself there. And God said, let us make prince in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fishes of the sea, the fowls of the air, the beasts of the field, the creeping things upon the earth, and upon everything that walketh upon the earth. Oh, that is dominion. And when God was saying this, don't forget, I I love Genesis chapter 1 so much. And I love the dominion mandate. God created. He made all these creatures. Before he made man. So I believe that when he was saying this. The fishes heard him. The waters heard. The bears of the air they heard. The beast of the field they heard. The creeping animal they all heard. That there is the making of a man. And this man will have dominion over us. And they accepted it. When God formed them, they were brought to this same man. And this man gave them their purpose, their names, and their functions. So they know who man is. That they are to hear man. They are to attend to man. They are to respond to man. If they will have purpose in in their existence, in the ecosystem of God, they have to listen to man. Because it is a man who gives them their true meaning. Sometimes I watch some videos and I look at the some of the pets that the way they have been trained to do certain things. And when you come to our part of the world, <laughs> oh, Jesus is Lord, you see dogs, you see cats. And other pets doing certain things, and you, you you marvel how. But when you come to our part of the world, world oh Jesus, can that dog—even <laughs> hmm. the, the name of that dog is is is, is, is a no no. You hear a name like Nipapenhuasem. How can you name a dog Nipa Penhuasem? Nipa You name an animal this way. Jack. How can you name your dog Opoku?
2: Jesus, God. What
3: am I trying to communicate? God has done something and he wants it to become our experience. He wants us to enjoy it. He wants us to live it, express it. And until we come to that place where we accept it, when we personalize it, that is where we would be able to see the manifestation. How long? How long? How often do you stay to search out from the book of the Lord, to read? Is it a search out, ye out the book of the Lord? And read. None of these shall fail. None of these shall fail. None of these shall fail. That is what he says in that word. Seek ye out the book of the Lord and read. None of these shall fail. The reason why they will not fail is because they are meant for your purification. To prepare you. For the visitation. To prepare you to meet God. To meet the king. The reason why some of us. It is difficult for us to meet God. Is because we are not prepared. We have not been purified. The way. You see. As I said. As I spoke about the mind. Your true dripping and let them drip you hey the way i'm addressing it, the your boy your true dripping is in your mind yes i need them address you and so what trim Physically, you are appearing nice, beautiful. But if God is to look at you, He's not looking at that dress. He's not looking at that tattoo. He's not looking at that gold chain. He's not looking at that watch. He's not looking at that muk. He's not looking at that shoe. He's not looking at the color of the socks. He's looking at the state of your mind. Seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. No one of these shall feel. No one of these shall feel. None shall want her meat. For my mouth it had commanded and his spirit it had gathered them. Listen to it. For my mouth it had commanded and his spirit it had gathered them. So how do you gather? Oh, thank you Jesus. I don't know if someone is getting this. From my mouth it had commanded and his spirit it had gathered them. So when God speaks you use your spirit to gather.
2: in this world can Jesus, the
3: and the way to gather the way to gather the way to gather is reading the beginning of gathering is the reading then you memorize it then you begin to personalize it then you begin to imagine it then you begin to express it. You begin to talk it. You begin to even pretend. You begin to live it. You begin to act it. This is how we gather. This is how we gather. Otherwise, you will know that there are blessings in God, yet you will not enjoy them. Yes, that you know that there is healing in God. Yet you not enjoy them. The word of God needs to change. He says that he has set a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Have you read that scripture before? He didn't say he will feed you. In the presence of your enemies. He set a table. Son of man. Eat. He set a table. He doesn't feed. He set a table. He doesn't feed. You have to gather. You have to take the spoon. You have to take the fork. Take the knife. He only sets a table. The problem of many believers is that they don't even know the kind of meal that is on the table. They don't even know the meal on the table. They don't know the kinds of food, the delicacies that God has prepared, that God has set before them. They don't even know the reason why you don't know is because you still see the scriptures, the Bible, as a book that contains life events of some people. In this world can yes, and you don't know that it ha- you know that it has nothing to do with you. But if you would understand. And you would eat it. Like he said to Ezekiel Eat Eat this eat eat the word. How do you eat the word when you keep it in your heart? I wrote something somewhere some time ago. Let me see if I'll get it for you.
2: Can Jesus, the god. i cannot
3: find it you let's keep it but what i wrote is simple anytime Jesus, you chance on the word of god Do you come into an agreement with it that this is what I need? It is when there is an agreement with what you are reading concerning Gideon that it becomes the word of God to you. It is when there is an agreement. Between what he said, your word have I kept in my heart that I will not sin against you, that it become the word of God to you. Nothing in this world can two walk together except they agree. Also he, said that, he said that none of these shall lack a meat. Why? Before there will be a union, there should be agreement. Before you can become one with the word of God, There should be an agreement. Do you agree with what the angel said to Gideon, thou mighty man of valor? It doesn't matter what is going on, it doesn't matter what the Midianites are doing. You are a mighty man of valor, it doesn't matter your state. It doesn't matter, yes, you don't have a job. It doesn't matter, you are a mighty man of valor. It doesn't matter, yes, you don't have a husband. You don't have a wife. It doesn't matter, you are still a mighty man of valor. It doesn't matter, you don't have money. You are still a mighty man of valor.
2: Nothing in this world can satisfy He
3: said that I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help comes from the Lord. This was what David was saying. Have you come into an agreement with it? So I also lift up my eyes unto the hills of Zion. For I have come to Mount Zion. For I have come to Mount Zion. And it it is from Zion my help will come from. My help come from my Lord. Except the Lord builds the house. They that build it. Build in vain. Have you come to that place? That Except the Lord. Build this family except the Lord builds this ministry, except the Lord builds up my children, whatever thing that I will do will not work. You see, the reason why many people cannot pray and pray much is because they don't have food that they have eaten. They don't have the word of God. So you don't even know where you are lacking. You see, there are some times that you feel some sauce in your mouth. And you don't understand what is going on. If you are privy to that information or that knowledge, you realize that, your body is responding to a deficiency of vitamin C, so you need to take vitamin C. But you see, if you don't know that the reason why you are having that thing or that experience in your mouth, what will you do? Is that you tend to do other things, to take other things, and it wouldn't work. But once you take in the vitamin C. Quickly, it will be solved. It will leave. Some of us, that is our problem. We don't know what word to use to eat. There are nutrients in the word of God. And the nutrients, they target the individual parts of our body. Of our being as you consume the word of God, as you meditate, as you study, as as you read, as you personalize them, what happens is that as they are digested, they target the very places that you need those nutrients. If it has to activate wisdom, if it has to push you to do something, you see that quickly. It will just drop into your mind. It will drop into your heart. This is what you are supposed to do. This is where you are supposed to go. Some people have been asking, how do I know the will of God? Whether this man is or this lady is the wife God has purposed for me. Let me tell you, if you know where you are going, if you know what God wants you to do, You know the kind of woman to marry. You know the kind of man to marry. Exactly. If you know what God wants you to do, you know the kind of job to do. Exactly. You see, at that time, God is dealing with you personally. Beyond. what we call church. He begins to deal with you personally beyond what you call ministry. He begins to deal with you. And whatever thing that he would do with you might not be what is generally accepted. Might not be what is going on in the mainstream. At that time, you have come to know God. Let me tell you this and I close. You are unique. And what will bring out that uniqueness? It's when you journey with God in His Word and in in His Spirit, in truth and in Spirit. That uniqueness, like we know that the kidney is for the filtration of fluid. We know that this is for that. We know that that is for that. You also come to know your place. Frame your life with the word of God. Go deep into it. You will capture it. You would know what God wants you to do. You would know it. The reason why I'm teaching you this is simple. You might not meet a prophet who would tell you the mind of God and what you ought to do. But with this, you will be able to discover and become your own prophet because you know what the word of God is. The Bible said that when the perfect comes, prophecy will cease, tongues will cease when the perfect comes. So when you understand some of these things, you realize that you will not need a prophet. But when you are not certain, you seek for a prophet. That is good. But as you journey with God, like Moses, the Lord said, if I raise a prophet, I speak to him in visions and in dreams. But this man Moses, I speak to him face to face. Face to face. What brought about that issue? Moses had married an Ethiopian woman. A woman that she was not he was not supposed to marry according to the law, and they were speaking against it. And he said that this man Moses, you don't know him. He is the meekest of all men on earth. Do you understand meekness? Meekness is higher than humility. Meekness is not humility. Have you heard this word before? I read. If you have heard this word before, I read. That is what meekness is. Meekness is when you discover your purpose and you decide to do everything possible to make it come to pass. That is what meekness is. Meekness is working in your purpose. That is meekness. Nothing Nothing and no one can take you out of that. That was what Aaron and Miriam were trying to do. And God said that you don't know this man Moses. You don't know him. So I don't want you to mess up with him. Face to face. Face to face. How can you meet the Lord face to face? How can you meet the Lord face to face? He said that he has set his glory in the face of his word. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4 from the verse 4 and the verse 5 he has set his face he has set his face in his word. God speaks to us face to face. I know of that prophetic experience, that spiritual encounter. I know it. In whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. For we preach not ourselves by Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servant for Jesus' sake, devil says,
2: In this world For
3: God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our heart to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of the word Jesus Christ. The face of the word. face to The face of the word Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. I am ending. I believe you have captured something. I believe you have received something. I believe you have received something.
2: Jesus, you the God that will draw
3: Don't play with the word of God. Don't play with church. This is my church. Because this is where I get connected to my Christ.
2: This is
3: my brother. Because we are brothers in Christ. This is my Lord and my God. This is my father. He said, I will arise and go to my father's house. Even in the midst of his troubles, after taking his part of the inheritance, he said, I will go back to my father. God bless you for tonight for connecting and for joining. Don't underestimate yourself. Don't see yourself a downtrodden. Don't see yourself a failure because as a man thinketh, so is he. Your true self is in your thoughts. So, as a man thinketh, so is he. As you think, that is who you are. If you think poor, you are poor. If you think sick, you are sick. If you think failure, you are a failure. If you think prosperity, you are prosperity. If you think success, you are success. If you think strength, you are strong. If you think forgiveness, you are forgiven. If you think that you are the glory of the Lord, you are, you are indeed. As a man thinketh, so is he. As a man thinketh, so is he. God is attracted to his own. Wherever his word is, he is there. Attract God to yourself by thinking on his words. And you know that God is with you. The reason why it looks like God is not with you Is because you are not thinking of him. I know my wife is always around me because day in, day out, I'm thinking about her. So it might not be the distance. Once she is in my thoughts, she is with me. When you take her out of your thoughts, That is where you begin to do other things. You begin to consider other things. But when you know that she is around you, she is with you in your thoughts, no matter where you find yourself, then there are certain things that you will not be able to do. The same way, when you think on God's word, you know God is with you. You might be in the prison. You might be in potiphar's house like joseph he said that i will not sin against god it wouldn't matter where you find yourself you will not sin against god you know that your steps are ordered by the lord You know that the lines are falling onto you in pleasant places. You know that he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. You know that you are born of God. Therefore, you are an overcomer. You know that you are redeemed by his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. You know that you were chosen from the foundations of the world to be holy and in love. You know that he has given you the spirit because that is what you are thinking. As a man thinketh, So is he. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? What you think is what you are. What you think is what you are. Would you change the way you think? Would you pull down the imaginations, the strongholds, the knowledge that are exalting themselves above the knowledge of Christ? Will you pull them down? Will you forget about the 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 state of your pocket? Will you forget about your state? Put the age aside and focus on what God has made you. And that is where you will see God coming through for you. David said, "The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want." Is this your thoughts? That the Lord is my shepherd. Or you you, you make your mind wallow and go round, 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 round and mess up and go through the troubles. And in the midst of the troubles, you come to the realization that the Lord is my shepherd. It is not on the battlefield that we learn how to use a sword. We don't learn how to use a sword on the battlefield. We learn how to use it when there is no war,
2: Jesus, the that in this world.
3: I told someone some time ago. I know the person is connected, but I just want to say it. You don't need money before you buy a wallet. You don't need money before you buy a wallet. The purpose of wallet is to keep money in it. So once there is a vessel, then it will be filled. You need to change the way you think because what you think is who you are. What you think is who you are what you think is who you are what you think is who you are if you have vessels you'll be able to fill them with the little oil you have if you don't have vessels that oil will remain small and little but if you have vessels You'll be able to fill them. How you think, what you think matters in this our life. The word of God is a placebo and a greater than a placebo. Use it and you see changes. Use it and you see glories. Use it. And it will be like you are living in a different world. People will be complaining. And it's like you, everything is okay. That is where you understand. That when there is what? A casting down. Then you will say there is a lifting up. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. You are not just confessing. Because... You heard it. You are speaking it. Because that is who you are. God bless you so much. I will see you again. Next week. I pray for you. That even as you have received this word. It will go deep. Into your heart. And it will change. The way you see things. I pray that your perspectives will change. I pray that you come to the experience of the realities of God's word in the name of Jesus. God bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord strengthen you. May the Lord be your delight in the name of Jesus. I pray that you come to the experience of his love in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you all praise in Jesus' name. You are blessed, you are highly favored in Jesus' name. Have a good night. Bye bye.